the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. second driving around last night people starting to put their lights up i like christmas time i really do i like all the lights i've got my christmas tree up don't have it decorated got the christmas tree up did that uh, on sunday so uh, i'll decorate on saturday that'd be my well maybe sunday saturday there's all the championship football games to watch in college so i'll be firmly planted on my posterior in my favorite seat with some nacho cheese and chips and uh, a Diet Coke watching football <laughs> all day long. All right. Sounds I got, good to me. I got to watch Michigan play, of course, playing. That's going to be a good game, Michigan-Iowa. That would be a good game. You got that game. You've got Georgia and Alabama. Uh, you get a lot of good games. I'm, and I'm here is the key that's going to be interesting. If chaos would reign. And Georgia, let's say Georgia wins and knocks off Alabama. And then let's say Michigan loses to Iowa. Wait a minute. What what if Alabama beats Georgia? Oh, that would be be really good. Yeah, it would be. That would be excellent. I mean, Georgia would go to the playoff just because of their, their whole body of work, I believe, this whole season. They have been dominant. If If Alabama pulls off the upset, holy cow. It's going to be crazy. <laughs> There'll be two SEC teams in the, in the playoffs. I know that. But who else would be in there? I mean, right below, you got Ohio State chomping at the bit. you got Notre Dame chomping at the bit, wanting to get in. They believe they should be over Cincinnati right now. Right. So we'll see what happens. We're going to see what happens. i got to ask you something. Dr. Terry Yamauchi is here, and you know we're going to talk about Omicron because uh, he'll have uh, – probably some good views on it and i go by what the man says he's he's a he's a, a well-educated and uh, well-known uh, person dealing with viruses so we're going to talk with him in just a moment but i want before we get into the virus i, I gotta talk a little sports with him uh number one lockout started baseball lockout brother it's first time what 95 about that time i think 95 so uh they got 11 weeks to get it figured out. Pitchers and catchers report in 11 weeks, two and a half months. So let's hope they get that straightened out and uh, and figured out. The Cubs are not going to compete next year. So they could lock us all out for the whole year. I guess it wouldn't make any difference to me being a Cub fan uh, because they traded everybody away and they've, they've signed one person thus far. And they're not spending. They said... Now, I'm going to say Rickett said and Hoyer said, we'll spend money. We're, going, we're, in, we're in, the, in the spin bracket. You can prove it by me. They didn't spend any money at all. You know who spent the money? The Rangers. It might be fun to go to Arlington this year. 
or next year. I mean, they got Seager. What a great shortstop to get and a great bat. He's he's Not one of the best. Oh no, ten years. What was it? Ten years, two hundred thirty million dollars or something. <laughs> Might even be more than that. Yeah, it was a lot of money. It's a. It's. Do you, I was reading if you're if if the National League picks up the designated hitter, and both leagues have it. I read the average salary for a DH is what? Take a guess. <laughs> I don't know. Nine point three oh, million dollars. Okay. All right. I was going to say more than that. I was going to say nine point three million. Eleven million. I mean, just to sit, just sitting on the bench, you you make an easy million, if not more. Just sitting on the bench, you can ride the pond. Just think how much per pitch that is. <sighs> For some of those pitchers, that's a lot per pitch. Yeah, for, you no, know. I'm thinking about the batter taking pitches. No, oh, yeah. Well, what about the pitchers themselves? Yeah. I mean, uh, what's his name to just sign with the Mets? Holy cow. Yeah. God. Yeah. They got the money, though. I mean, they got the TV rights and all that. The owners, if they didn't look, have it, they wouldn't offer it. Yeah, that's exactly right. You're exactly, exactly right. So anyway, we'll have to watch and see what happens there as far as that's concerned. And then I got to ask you, what about them hogs? Great season oh, man. for the Razorbacks. Yeah. really was a great season for the true, Razorbacks. True sports, all sports, really. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, men right. and women. Now look at what we got with the men's uh, basketball team. It's going to be interesting. Women's team seems to be pretty competitive as well. We'll see what they can put they, together as the season goes beat, along. They got beat last night. I oh, guess. did they? Yeah. Well... You know, you lose them. That's one good thing about basketball. You can lose a few games and still keep going. I mean, look at Duke. Did you? I watched that. Did you stay up and watch the Gonzaga game? A little. I I stayed up and watched that game. I was stoked for that game. I thought that was going to be a great game, and it was. It was a fantastic game. Yeah. And uh, Duke won. Then they played their next game against Ohio State at Ohio State and lost. They only shot 20% in the second half. The way that they, they were, were scoreless for like ten minutes—it's incredible. It's in, but you know, it looks like somebody put saran wrap over the basket. It really did. It was bouncing off every place, but going through the hoop. That's just the way it works in in basketball. So, how are you doing? Well, still here. Yeah, doing I'll find out more tomorrow when I go in for my checkup. Yeah, I've got mine today. Yeah, right. I got to go and I got to leave right after I get off the air today. Run home, grab my wife, go over. Go over to uh, to Baptist Hospital there in North Little Rock and see my doc. And what do you have to grab your wife for? Because she's got to have hers, too, right after oh, mine. Oh. So we're doing it back-to-back. Seems like she should meet you here. Well, we only got, we got one car. And she doesn't like to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you don't like to get up at 4 o'clock in the morning. You I, should hurt him. I don't I like to, to stand out there in the cold. Yeah, I know. I got. I came down as fast as I could. All right, well, let's talk uh, okay. Omicron or Omicron, however you want to pronounce it, is in the United States. Guy went over to South Africa, uh, caught it. He was vaccinated. He did. He just didn't feel good. Wasn't really, really serious, he said. And that's what the doctors are saying. Now, I heard something the other day in a news story, maybe you can talk to this, that the longer a, a virus is around... And the more it mutates, the better the chance 
that it gets weaker. Is that true? Not necessarily. Okay. Okay. Think, think about it a minute. Uh, why does a why does a virus mutate? It mutates mainly to make itself more able to survive. Right. right? So it may be that uh, it makes itself stronger in some ways. Now, I'm not saying that for a fact, but if you think about the logistics of nature or uh, infectious diseases. Well, if you look at Darwinism, you've got to figure that, uh, you know, it's going to yeah. try to. So that, to me, that makes sense. But, of course, you know, the, quote, scientists are going to tell us something off the ceiling somewhere. <laughs> and, no, really. We, okay. We, we, you and I actually predicted that we'd have mutants several months ago. Yes. And we were still going to see more. It's going to be around for a long, long time. Well, and I don't know if it's going to be bigger, better, or if it's going to fade out and hide because it's going to be able to hide. I mean, then that way it'll survive. You know? Okay, so, so let me let me stop you right there because I want people to think about the flu. Some years the flu is not all that bad. Other times you get a, a flu and it kicks your rump, all right? Puts you in bed for a week, makes you feel terrible, got the headache, you're throwing up, you got the, the cough, the whole nine yards. Uh, you got different cases. You get bird flu out there. You got swine flu. You got all kinds of flu out there. That's what we're looking at COVID, isn't it? Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, <clears throat> and uh, how how this affects one might depend on a lot of th- situations. You know, it may not affect you very well or it may kick your butt. You know, mine I, right now, I'm... You know, pretty strong, I guess. I'm feeling good. I can't walk, but I... <laughs> yeah. So you got back problem? I got back and ankle problem. Oh, not know. good. Yeah, okay. I've had that ankle since high school. You should, I, I was going to just say, I bet you needed to not play sports. I look back at all the sports I played in high school and the hits I took in football, and I feel those in the morning when I get up a lot of times. How's your arm? Um, That's... I'm, I'm going to have to have my right shoulder rebuilt again. They're going to do what's called a reverse shoulder rebuild. Doctor Gillum's going to do is where the, the 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 joint doesn't fit in the socket anymore, uh, and so they're going to go in and reverse it. Yeah. Well, so I'm that that's in my near future. <laughs> I'm having trouble with my right shoulder. I never had an arm like yours, but uh, you know I could just barely get it across. But uh, uh, it's terrible. Hurts like crazy all the time. Well, mine hurts. It wakes me up in the middle of the night. Yeah, mine too. Especially if it gets uncovered and gets a little cold, and then it is, it is start throbbing. But uh, what I don't like is when I move it around, you can hear it popping and cracking and doing all kinds of stuff, which tells me there's things that are loose in there that I don't want to be loose. But, uh, but getting it, back um, to these v- mutants. Yeah, go back. Um I'm going to tell you right now that we're going to see some uh, strange uh, <clears throat> COVIDs coming next out of South America, uh, South Africa, because we haven't seen much there, but it's been warmer. And uh, you know, yeah, right. So we can sort of predict some of that, and the reporting isn't as good, and that's a, a big problem. So uh, I'm not surprised by anything I hear or see these days now uh, with the government i can't i'm sorry i just 
don't have much faith right now in the reportings or the reports that we get. I'm I'm not sure what's happening because I know that we're seeing strange diseases all over the world, and uh, so I, I'm I'm not very confident in trying to predict where we're going to see something next. That's and that, you know what I've never heard you say that. I've never heard you say that. Well, I'm, that's not good. Maybe I'm Doc. getting smarter. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens as you get older right you get better with age but you know i it's, it's a question that i've got what bothers me well i'll tell you what bothers me i gotta get a break in let's do that first dr terry yamauchi is here he is going to be with me for the hour if you got a question about what's going on with the virus and all of that here's your opportunity to call uh, you know, you call in 823-0965, 823-0965, and he'll answer your question for you or try to answer your question for you. I'll tell you this much. I believe him more than I believe Fauci. How's that one for you? All right, let's uh, let's talk about what's going on with Hillcrest Designer Jewelry. Eric is waiting for you to give him a call. Uh, you want some jewelry, you need something sparkly for uh, your significant other, I suggest you go over there. I've already bought mine. And uh, you get a good deal. You go over and tell him uh, that you heard about him on the Dave Ellswick show. You get 20% off. And then you never know what else he might have as far as percentages of being off. When I went over, uh, I was looking at stud earrings, diamond earrings. He had 50% off of those. And then I got another 20% off for the show. I got 70% off. I saved some big, big dollars to be on. I got, He's a good guy. Yes, he is. He's an artist. Yeah, he is. He's really, really good. All right, so call uh, you call Eric at 501-246-3655 or visit him at 3000 Cavanaugh Boulevard uh, in Suite E, and he opens at 10 o'clock every day, Monday through Saturday. He is closed on Sunday. All right, let's get right to the phones. Willie's got a question. Hey, Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Your question for Dr. Yamauchi. Well, Dave, well, excuse me, Dr., we can't come up with any any vaccine for all the flus. Can CADC come up with a, something like a mega vaccine for the for the virus? That cure is, all of it and the variants. That's a great thought. That means you're thinking about this. Uh, one of the problems that we have, or part of the problem we have, is that <clears throat> this virus and so many other viruses, like the flu. Uh, are changing all the time. And those changes make the virus more difficult for us to treat. And when we can't or have difficulty treating, we can't find the right place on or in the virus to uh, make our bodies stronger to or resistant to because they change. And if we could find that secret spot or the hot spot on them, uh, we could do a lot better, and that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to find those places uh, on the virus or in the virus to uh, warn our body to to make antibody. And we so far we haven't been able to do that very well, especially if the virus changes in more than one tiny spot. If it changes in several spots, then you have to you know try to get you get that combination correct. But that is exactly what we're looking for, that type of of a vaccine or protection. So you're thinking there, uh, Willie, but everybody else is thinking the same way you are. 
The people that are a lot smarter than us haven't figured it out yet. Now, this this variance of the virus, it's not seasonal. It's just there's no way to stop it during the change of the season. Uh, not necessarily. Uh, certainly, the chances of the virus appearing or seeing uh, people become symptomatic is uh, is seems to be more likely during different uh, changes in the season. All right. All right. Okay. Thanks, Willie. Here's here's the key about seasons. I want it's not because it's hotter or colder, although that can have an effect. But I'm going to to say, uh, doctor, and, and you correct me if I'm wrong. But when it's the summertime, people are outside and doing things. When it's the wintertime, everybody's inside and closer, so you're going to get a bigger flow of the the virus among people. Is that? I mean, we think it's because of the changing of the weather, and in a way it is, but it's more about the way that we act because of the change of the weather. Yeah, that's just one of the other factors that takes place. Uh, We know that when you're inside, you're breathing drier air, and it it, uh, dries out your mucous membranes in your nose and throat, and therefore it's easier for you to get cracks or chapping and uh, viruses can uh, enter your system. So weak that's, spots. that's all part of the part of the story. Looking for weak spots. Weak spots, yeah. So it just makes sense, for instance, if you're going to be in, inside, because the, uh, the humidity in my house right now is 36%. That's low, okay? So I understand that that can be a problem. That means that you should stay as hydrated as possible, correct? Right. Okay. Right. You know... Um, I've even heard people say that when it's dry and winter time, that it helps you to put, uh, you know, Vaseline or mentholatum in your nasal passages because it keeps them moist. On the other hand, uh, it's also sticky and uh, potentially it could have uh, debris sticking to that material. So you see, you can argue to either side. Right. Yeah, it's something that, that people don't, uh, don't, take into consideration every day 24 hours in the day you are being bombarded by viruses they're everywhere you can't get away from them i mean you can lie saw your house all you want to you're still going to have viruses correct right right and that also helps them change a little bit on on a regular basis they're evolving they're getting stronger or more adapted to whatever the conditions they're facing. So, you know, it's hard to tell you which is the correct way to go. It's either way. I find it interesting that they're already saying on this new one, the Omicron, and I'm going to use the Greek pronunciation on it, uh, is the uh, the whole idea that they're saying people that are maybe around 40 years of age are more susceptible to it. Uh, but... Bottom line is, the older you are, the more susceptible you are to a virus affecting you, correct? Uh, yes. Uh, now, see, Dave, this is why it's so confusing to me. The older you are, the more experience you've had. So yeah. you may already have resistance, at least partly, to it. So, I agree. So <laughs> that's what makes it hard to go and come up with these decisions or 
these recommendations because you have to think about that next step too, as well as what's happened before. And uh, that's so, why. So I, it's not, but it's not, maybe it's not the virus that's killing older people. It's all the other underlying health it, conditions. It, it, exactly. They have. Of course, that's, that's true. So, yeah, that's, there's a lot that goes into this. I mean, you've been doing this for a lot longer. I haven't been doing it. You've been doing it for years. Well, how, I, many, how many years you've been involved in immunology? <laughs> a lot, lot of, long time. A long, long time. time, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you, I used to be as tall as you. <laughs> <laughs> See, <laughs> it just wore me down. Okay. That's, it's just, uh, you know, there's still a lot of things that we don't understand about the human body. Right. Right. Do do we know more about the human body or less about the human body? Because it's always changing. Exactly. Well, sometimes the more you know, the less you know. Back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Dr. Terry Amauchi is with us. If you haven't heard the beginning of the interview, know that you can always go back to uh, 101.1 FM uh, the answer our our website and uh, and listen to the shows uh, later in the day. You can go to my Facebook page and do the same thing. Uh, it's facebook.com slash Dave Ellswick show. So if you miss a show, you can always uh, pick it up and you should listen to what uh, Dr. Yamauchi has to say about COVID and viruses and all the rest. We're going to talk more about that here in this half hour. I did want to remind you about now it's the time about getting your health insurance, and uh, I want you to save some money. Pat Davis can do that for you. Uh, he's going to save you 30 to 50%. Now, if I told you I could save you 50% on an automobile, uh, I'd have a, a line a mile long out at the dealership. Well, I'm just telling you, I can. this guy can save you 30 to 50%. Let's just say 50%. How much are you paying for uh, health insurance? Three, four hundred dollars, maybe more. Think about that. If you save two, three hundred dollars a month for twelve months, how much that adds up over a year? Well, that's what Pat Davis can do for you. Just do the math. It's easy. It's simple, and it tells you you'd have a little bit more money to spend. On top of that, you'll make sure that you don't have any copays that you got to make. It will be actual insurance. It's not share plans, and you can choose any provider in the nation. Call Pat Davis today. It's fi- Don't call him right now. You'll just get, a, you'll get an answering machine. 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. Or online, yourhealthplanman.com. That's Pat Davis. And he's, uh, he knows what he's doing. And he can save you a lot of money. Serious. A lot of money. All right. Let's get back to Dr. Yamuchi. Uh, let's... We were picking. Let's just let you pick up where you left off. We got we got cut off by the news. <laughs> you know, we were talking about uh, people and morbidities and all the rest of the stuff, and and it's important things to know and uh, and you got to keep in mind. Correct. Right, um, and that's what what's good about your show. I, I like it because. You make people think about some of these other factors and don't just jump to the conclusion like, oh, you know, old people are dying and this is a bad thing for old old people have other mortalities, other problems. What did Jim Morrison says? No one gets out of here alive. Okay, I mean, that's just 
that's just uh, the, the truth of the matter. The older you get, the closer to death you are typically. And that's why, you know, I was just telling you in the last couple months how many of my friends and their friends have passed. And, you know, when you think about it, you say, oh, my God, that's terrible. But, you know, they, we have other comorbidities. Comorbid- that's and life. The long, the longer you drive, the more likely you are to get hit by a car. That's or right. Cra- crash. That's and, right. And so... Um, it's what happens. It, my famous saying: "It is what it is." You know, it is. You're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to beat the the, the odds on this. I look. I I looked at a the last survey I saw was that 100 percent of human beings will die. <laughs> that's good statistics. Yeah, good statistics yeah. as far as that's concerned. Woody Allen once said, "You know the the way to immortality: keep breathing." Well, that's true. That, that's exactly so right. You have to uh, put all that together and say where where you stand. Yeah, and, and you got to understand. So it just makes sense that if you are uh, older, as I am, uh, you know, I, 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 I didn't die before I got old. I mean, that's you know, as the Who said, "I hope I die before I get old." That I didn't. I didn't. I I beat the odds as far as that. Uh, I'm 68. I'll be 69 in February. And I just got to tell you, I I used to not take some of this stuff into consideration, but now I do. There's some things that I don't do like I might have done before. Yeah, well, after the year you've had, uh, you know, you need to. Got a few, yeah, I've had a few family members that, yeah. uh, I mean, when we had blessing around the Thanksgiving table, we remembered all the people that have have died in my family. And if you've not heard my show, you just tuned in today. I had, I lost five members of my family last year. It was rough. It was rough. I lost two brothers. I lost two kids. I lost my ex-wife. So, uh, it was, it's, it, it was a, a bad year in, in, uh, in, in 2020. And I'm hoping 2022 will be bad, better. Of course, it will be better for me if we win the house and the Senate back. <laughs> That's just the way I feel about that. But anyway, let's go back and talk more about what's happening uh, with this. I mean, this is not something that we should be surprised about. Are you amazed at how people are reacting to it? I mean, the stock market was up a thousand and they made the announcement that Omicron, they found it in one person in California and they lost 1,500 points on the stock market. That's an overreaction, folks. Yep. Yep. I don't know what to say about that. I just, you know, know that's going to happen. And we're going to see more of it. Um, and goodness gracious, I'm not a stock market analysis type guy. But, uh, you know, on the outside looking at it, I said, what in the world's going on? And I got friends that are in the market. I got friends that are big time political analysts and they all have their own theories and fine. Let them, you know, make their theories. Some of them make sense. Some of them don't. So is, is polio the last time in America that we had this type of fear about a disease or a virus? Gosh, Dave, uh, I'm just trying to think. It seems like we get 
what I call designer diseases on a relatively regular basis. Yeah. And each time they make it seem bigger and bigger. Yeah, but we didn't shut down the economy. Well, you know? We didn't even shut down the economy for polio, for God's sake. Yeah, well, I not thought of it that way, but it may have been. I mean, I remember when I'm just finishing a book uh, about germ warfare, about anthrax, one of these detective books. Yeah. And, uh, you know, how what a panic that set off. Remember when? Back in the 80s. I, I, well, that's the 2000s. I take that back. That's in the 2000s, early 2000s. It was not that long ago, and I remember somebody asked uh, the president, uh, are you taking uh, Cipro? That, yeah, I remember Cipro. And his answer was, not that I know of. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about that answer, and I thought, good Lord, what is going on? And then they said they found the anthrax spore in the rose garden. Well, gosh, you can go out and many gardens that find You can find spore. it in the soil. That's anthrax. Yeah. You so, know, it's, a, it's a natural occurring So substance. what they make out of these designer diseases or these diseases that they find cropping up in different places, you know, I kind of take that with a grain of salt and wonder about that. How do you feel about the whole idea of the Chinese, the Americans, most Western countries, they get in and uh, weaponize. They're looking at weaponizing viruses. Yeah. I mean, that that has to be going on. Okay. Yeah, it yeah. has to be going on. Yes. And how much we know, you and I know, we've probably heard things, but we don't know. Maybe be good that I don't know, to maybe, be honest with you. It may be, but I mean, I think, you're fairly well informed and I have the, probably a little more knowledge than some people, but you know, I don't know for sure. I, 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 I'm sure some of that stuff is going on. I mean, I might go home and there'd be a sniper waiting in my garage. <laughs> you're, you're, so you're laughing at that a I little know, bit. I, and yet uh, on the other hand, you never po- know. You never know. It's possibility. There could be some, Say so, you know, Yamauchi is just full of it. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't really know anything, and well, maybe he does know something, and we got to shut him up. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> well, that's the other part of it. See, where do you where do you draw that line? The we we talked about the mutants and how these yeah. uh, mutations. Well, you know, a couple of these new mutations, we know they appear to spread faster. They appear to be more deadly or cause more symptoms. And is that because of their mutation, or were they made that way for some reason? Yeah. And I don't know. I hate to come out there and sound like I'm causing a panic, because some of it scares the heck out of me. Well, it should. I mean, it really should. But we've been, look, we've been dabbling in that stuff for decades. Decades. And that's... You know, if if the other side is going to do it, you got to do it just to know how to combat what they're doing. And that's why I hope that's why we're doing it, that we're not doing it because we're just trying to figure out a super weapon. Because, see, that's the way I see the Chinese doing it. You know, they're looking for a super weapon, you know, to, to, to do to do bad things to us. 
All right, let's get our final break in, and we got some more time to talk with uh, Dr. Yamauchi. And yeah, when, we, when if you dance with the devil, uh, don't be surprised if uh, the devil comes up and asks for his dues. Just just know that. All right, Dave Ellswick Show here on one hundred one one FM, the answer. Don't forget about David Lucas. David Lucas wants you to remember that if you're concerned about out of control government spending. Uh, soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline in the U.S. dollar, you might be thinking about investing in silver and gold to protect your nest egg. But don't let 1970s-style inflation destroy your retirement. Learn how silver and gold can help you protect your assets, your IRA, your 401k, and hard-earned savings. Give him a call at 501-222-3315. Uh, the David Lucas Financial uh, folks work with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country, so you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust. The number again to call is 501-222-3315. When you're buying silver and gold, 501-222-3315. Investment advisory services offered through David Lucas Financial and Arkansas Registered Investment Advisor. Good friend of mine is in the studio today and a well-versed man, a well-educated man in immunology, and that's Dr. Uh, Terry Yamauchi. He is going to be with us until the top of the hour. Let's uh, let's talk about Omicron, okay? Everybody freaking, well, not everybody, a lot of people freaking out. News media trying to freak people out, to be honest. I, I do believe there's some people within the government trying to freak people out. But it's just doing the, n- the normal things that you've always done, isn't it, uh, Terry? Washing yes. your hands yes, and of stuff? of course. Good common sense. Uh, uh, stay away from crowds. Stay away from people that are sick. You know, keep yourself clean. Eat right. Live right. And uh, that gives you the best. Now, if, there's, if something comes up new, if we get new medications or the vaccines. So I don't know how really, really good the vaccines are right now. Right. Um, I'm sure there's to some degree better than nothing. Yeah. That's why I got them. Yeah. Me too. Something's better than nothing. Was it Billy Preston that sang that song? Wasn't it? I don't know, but there's a fallacy there, you know, (laughs) but yeah, yeah, I got my booster. I got the booster as soon as it became available. Once they said, yeah, because you know I got type two diabetes and and I've I've had open heart surgery so uh, you know it seems like to me I'm just being cautious and go ahead and and get the get the shot and for everybody says Dave you let them put that in your arm look I was in the military they put a lot of stuff in my arm okay they put a lot of stuff and when i was a kid and terry knows this too you used to show up at school and they go shots today and they line you up and give you shots that's just the way it was back in the day I remember a few years ago when we were having bad flu up at the university and i volunteered to take a group up there and immunize the basketball team which went fine except a couple of them fainted <laughs> these, you know these huge giants they need them oh my god need one they just crunch yeah uh, but uh then we found out we they we was not allowed to do that we weren't allowed to do that voluntarily because uh if we had to offer it to the basketball team 
everybody on campus had to be had to have one. Yeah. yeah. If they wanted one. Yeah, if they wanted one. You got got to give it and give it to them. But again, wash your hands. You know, you want do the Yamauchi bump. Don't be shaking hands. Just bump elbows or or bump fists. If if you when you say hi to somebody, you know, when you shake hands, you're going to exchange some things. So, you know, viruses and things of that nature. I I have a bottle of. uh, of you know alcohol induced gel in my uh, my car and i don't do it on your all desk the, yeah i don't do desk. it all the time yeah that's right over here yep right here i don't do it all the time but i do it once in a while you know you look don't don't become obsessive about it, it that can be worse than not being obsessive right about it. right yeah uh one of my, what I consider one of my better lectures is about uh, getting people aware of what's around them. Just things that you don't think too much about, like, you know, a Coke machine, you know, can out of a Coke machine. Yeah, punch the button. Who so, else punched that button? <laughs> yeah, and where has that can been? Yeah, that's know? true too. And when we used to have pay phones... And everybody was using say pay pay phones and talking into them and spitting on them or kissing on them. Yeah, you know? but people don't think about that. No, never have haven't. And you, I think you know you just got to commonsensically live your life. You can get to the point where you become totally paranoid. What was that? Howard, Howard Hughes that did that? Oh my God! Yeah, he walked around in Kleenex boxes. And he didn't wear shoes or anything. He became obsessive. And I, they, they still not been able to explain why they think that happened. I mean, he would wash his hands so vigorously that they would bleed. You know, that's, you don't want to be there and do that. I thought, I thought DiCaprio did a good job in The Aviator and showing that a brilliant man like that descending into paranoia basically but we need to remember too that uh, as we mentioned at the start of the show uh <clears throat> the mutants or the mutes mutations mutated for some reason and one of the reasons might be that they can survive better and so we have to be even more careful about the common sense things like washing our hands and staying away from crowds is that just thing and just keep that in the back of your mind when you're out walking around or going into a party or whatever it might be. What do you tell people right now as far as with Christmas coming up? How about uh, Christmas parties, things of that nature? Well, I try Approach to, with uh, caution? Yeah, use good common sense. If somebody's sick or if you're sick, don't, don't go. go. <laughs> yeah, get an yeah. eggnog at home. Yeah, you know, uh, but uh, it's so hard, especially now that we're coming off of a time when uh, we want that socialization. It's really out there. You know, you and I are big moviegoers. Oh yeah, and I love to go to the movie, and I think it's great that they're just separated. You know, my son and I go almost every week, almost every week. But we've gone, and and they're most of the time. There's only the two of us. Yes, I know. Uh, I hate that for the theater, 
but I like it for us. I mean, but I hate it for people too, because people are restricting themselves unnecessarily. Right. You know, as right. far as that goes, you know, I just like I said, no one gets out of this alive. You're going to die sooner or later. It's going to. I hope it's later and not sooner. But I'm just telling you that it's going to get you in the end. If you live long enough, <laughs> I like that. If you live long enough, you will die. <laughs> Terry, thanks for coming by. I appreciate hey, it. By the way, what, for, you you go to movies all the time. What's your what's your favorite that you've seen lately? Yeah, you know, I think I told you. I, I was surprised. I I like Ghostbusters. It was I didn't great. Think, I didn't think I was going to like that, but it turned out to be really good. I I really thought that King Richard. Uh, 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 yeah, it's Will, Will Smith. Smith. I thought that was good. I uh, like Serena. Dune. I like Dune. Uh, Did you yeah. like the new James Bond? Yep. But that was good too. I, I mean, I've seen almost all of the new ones. I know you're like I am. Usually on a Thursday, you'll find me at at, at Silver Screen. I'm thinking about going tonight just to see the new uh, Raccoon City movie. Yeah, you know, Resident Evil movie. Thinking about it, but I just it's going to feel weird not having you go you on know, Thursdays. Mila yeah, yeah, they they usually open them on Thursday night now, pre-opening. So I go on I Thursday go on night, Sunday matinee. There you go. Yeah. You know, save some I, money. Well, but I also, uh, you know, get the rest of the day off, too. <laughs> After I'm done, you know. Yeah. Still got the day. Got to go watch some go watch some sports or something. I Now the basketball, college basketball is on. I watch college basketball. Did you play basketball? Yeah, yeah I played it in high school. Wasn't I wasn't really good at it. Let's just put it that way. All right, we're out of time. Terry, we'll have you back on in the near future. I like you just come in here and sit and talk. We'll talk. We'll we'll sit here and talk baseball. We got to talk baseball. You can tell me what you think about the Dodgers since you are involved with the Dodgers organization. So, Dave Ellswick show. Stay tuned when we come back. Uh, Prudence Robinson's going to be with us. We're going to look at what happened at the Supreme Court yesterday on the Dave Ellswick show. into the second hour of the show today yesterday was a historic day in front of the supreme court as uh, the mississippi case was argued uh, about abortion uh, 15 weeks is uh, what that was about uh in front of the supreme court which so was so interesting about it was that uh, i was listening to fox uh, as i was driving home i got got on serious radio you know they've They've got their uh, TV station. They run the audio. 
on Channel 114, if you're interested. And I was listening to the arguments in front of the justices. And it was really, really interesting. I was listening when Sotomayor made the statement. I'm still stunned by it. That she didn't believe that a young uh, baby in the womb could feel faint, uh, feel pain. Although countless doctors now say that they do. In fact, if they if they do operations on uh, you know babies that are still in the womb, uh, they anesthetize them. In fact, and you do that so that they won't feel pain. But she said that an unborn baby like that was like a brain-dead individual. And, uh, you know, that uh, the movements that we were seeing were just, you know, what you would see from somebody who's brain-dead. I was out of radio for one year. I worked for the uh, Illinois Regional Oregon Bank. And my, because I had been in seminary and had gone through a lot of different uh, counseling courses, and death is one of the things that you learn to counsel about. I uh, was counseling families about uh, organ donation and talking to them about the person that was laying in the bed. They look like they're still alive. They got their color and all the rest. They look like they're breathing, but it's a machine that's breathing for them. And, and you, know, you know, they just didn't have, if you pulled the plug, there would be no response. And uh, I'm just I'm just telling you that uh, her idea of science and my idea of science are completely two different things. That was just to to me, that was really shocking uh, at the amount of ignorance that a chief justice, not chief justice, but a justice of the Supreme Court uh, showed. Prudence Robinson is with us here on the Dave Ellswick show. Prudence, it was an. It was a historic day, and especially for people who took the time, I think, to listen to the arguments because the justices asked some very probing and straight-on questions. Uh, I think it was Kavanaugh that uh, got talking about, uh, and, and, and uh, Roberts as well, talking about viability and uh, that uh, the viability of, uh, Ten years ago is not the viability that we have now. So let's first talk about something that your organization did was they, they, they spent some money on some ads. And uh, talk a little bit about those. You, you put some ads out on TV. Uh, what, was, what, what do you feel were the results of those ads? Yeah, absolutely. So we launched this $10 million campaign because we know that this is a monumental moment for our movement. And that question that you just referred to is exactly what's at the heart of this case. You know, the court decided to um, face this issue of Roe versus Wade head on and truly reconsider this undemocratic decision that was made in 1973 by considering the question, are pre-viability abortion limits constitutional? Um, And so we launched these ads emphasizing the humanity of unborn children in order to educate the public about what abortion is, about the humanity of unborn children. That can be recognized as early as six weeks when a woman finds out that she's pregnant or a little bit later. Um, We realized that it was so important to the 
reaching the public on this issue ahead of this case. So those ads are running um, this upcoming week, and they ran last week as well, featuring people like a woman named Amy who survived a failed abortion, uh, a young girl named Annie who was adopted, who whose birth mom chose life for her and uh, allowed her to have a chance to live. Um, and we also featured doctors in those ads, doctors, one of them who used to perform abortions, um, but when he realized the copious amount of evidence that point to the humanity of unborn children, that point to the science of fetal pain, um, speaking of Sotomayor's comments, uh, she only has to look at studies like um, the Dr. Darbyshire study that recently came out showing that a doctor who used to be um, a strong proponent that fetal pain doesn't exist, when he looked at the science, um, realized that that's not true, and he changed his position to admit, yes, these babies in the womb feel pain. They're responding to touch, to sound, um, to pain itself as early as 12 weeks in some instances. So we launched that campaign in order to reach the public at a moment that we know is crucial um, to be talking to people who are on the middle of, in the middle of the road on this. Well, part of that is, you know, they've done the studies now. That What was decided in 73 was, uh, you know, decided during the dark ages almost when you look at what they knew about unborn children in the womb and things of that nature. The amount of information and, and education that we've had since that time is enormous. But they do know that nerve endings are fully developed early on uh, with the uh, the unborn child. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, uh, so many advances have been made in science and technology to point to this. I mean, you only have to look at a 4D sonogram to watch these babies moving in the womb, responding to um, actions happening outside of the womb. And what Roe versus Wade decided is just, totally extreme. Most Americans don't know that it allows for abortion on demand up to the moment of birth. And that puts us in the company of just seven other nations worldwide that allow for this extremism, uh, two of those being China and North Korea. That's right. Um, it's just, it's, out, it's astonishing. And Roe versus Wade was a completely antiquated decision. You're right. It was made in the dark ages of the technology that we have on this, on this issue now. And it's far past time that our laws be updated and modernized to reflect that. Well, I can tell you, trying to read the tea leaves of what the Supreme Court is trying is going to do is is uh, futile, as far as I'm concerned. There's been many a time that yeah. I thought for for sure they were going to rule a certain way, and they ruled completely a different way. Because I'm I'm not, you're not, we're not privy to the, the to the conversations that go on among the justices. Uh, after they have all these people come up and present their arguments and they ask all their questions. I thought Barrett mm-hmm. was interesting in that, you know, one of the things that uh, was argued during uh, Roe v. Wade was, of course, uh, saddling the mother with the responsibility of raising a child, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and she's the one who broached the subject, well, what about adoption and what about safe houses now? Uh, because it di- didn't have uh, the safe houses uh, back in, uh, in 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 seventy three, and, and of course, for my listeners, safe houses are these uh, 
places that you can go, fire stations, things of that nature, where the mother can drop off the, the baby uh, without mm-hmm. being identified and, and, and the child is taken care of. Yes, that's exactly right. And that is um, a good point. The The country has become so much more equipped over the past 50 years to come alongside women um, and help them carry their babies to term and either help them raise those children via um, the 2,700 pregnancy care resources that exist in our country, as well as other resource facilities and centers, um, in addition to adoption options. And uh, it's, it's just astounding that the pro-choice movement continues to insist that women need abortion to succeed. It's really just insulting that they would suggest that the hopes and dreams of women have to come at the expense of their own children. Those things can happen together. And the country is increasingly pro-life. We saw nearly 100 pro-life laws enacted in state legislatures nationwide. And all Mississippi is asking in this case is that they be given the opportunity to pass a pro-life law, a common-sense limit on abortion, that reflects the will of the pro-life people that live there. This is what our nation was founded on, simple tenets of federalism and democracy. The states should be the ones having this debate, and uh, the court needs to take the handcuffs off of these duly elected legislators who are closest to the people. Prudence, I need to take a break. If you'll just make yourself comfortable. I don't know if you got a cup of coffee or whatever, but refill your cup, and, and I'll be back with you in just a moment here on uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Bumper to Bumper. Uh, and when I talk Bumper to Bumper, I talk about Bumper to Bumper certified service centers like Joe's Garage and Duck's Garage and, and all the other folks, can, you know, Kenneth Sullivan and Sullivan's uh, uh garage that he has over on sardis road and whatnot these are folks that can get the parts that that uh, you need to fix your car they get them as quickly as they can uh the supply chain issues have affected uh bumper to bumper some but not a lot and they're able to get the parts that are necessary to to fix uh, your automobile uh, when you look at the cost of new automobiles uh it makes sense to me at least this is Dave Ellswick speaking. Uh, I've got a 2010 automobile that I fix it. If it if it costs me a couple hundred dollars a month to keep my car running great, that's uh, four hundred dollars, about four hundred and sixty dollars cheaper than what I was paying for a car payment. So uh, keep your car running good. Uh, you keep gas mileage up. Keep that oil clean. Get it done at a bumper-to-bumper certified service center using certified bumper-to-bumper parts, and they'll take good care of you and keep that car on the road running and getting you to where you need to go. All right, Prudence Robinson is our guest here on the uh, Dave Ellswick Show. We're talking about a historic moment that occurred yesterday when they argued Roe v. Wade, basically. It was on Dobbs, uh, the... uh, uh, Supreme Court looking at the Mississippi law that is pending uh, right now that no abortions after 15 weeks. And uh, some of the big issues that were addressed during that was viability since 15 weeks. I mean, uh, I think it was Kavanaugh that said 15 weeks, 12 weeks, 10 weeks. Uh, you know, we don't really know. And uh, it's it's an arbitrary 
time. I mean, I don't think people, Prudence, understand that Brennan, uh, Justice Brennan, when he wrote the uh, uh, the opinion on Roe v. Wade, and he he laid down that Roe v. Wade framework, uh, that he just made those uh, the trimester thing up out of whole cloth. He just came up with that, and they went along. They went along with it. That's right. And even he has admitted um, after the fact, the author of Roe, that now that it's arbitrary. Uh, I believe that was in the Washington Post a couple of days ago. Uh, This was just an antiquated decision, a political decision made by seven unelected men on the highest court in the land. And it's far past time that this this case be overturned so that states have the ability to pass more pro-life laws. Um, And what most people don't uh, realize is that there's just so many ways to to um, point to the humanity of these unborn children. It's it's an atrocity that we, as the supposed leaders of the free world, are allowing for this for this radical abortion federal mandate to exist in our land, and it must be put to an end. It's no longer 1973. That's that's so clear. I I absolutely agree with you. I've been pro life for as long as I can remember. It's always seemed <laughs> as as clear as day to me. Uh, what we're looking at. And, and and then I remember when Life magazine uh, published the photos, the first photos of uh, inside the womb, and they showed babies mm-hmm. inside the womb. That should have been a seminal moment, I believe, for people dealing with abortion, that you were talking about killing a person. You know, it's it's just not a glob. You remember, well, you may not remember this, but I remember this when they referred to an unborn child as just a, a glob of cells. Yes, and refer to a baby's heartbeat as a fetal tone. I mean, I think the issue here is that we're up against extreme Democrats on the other side who are you know, in cahoots with the abortion lobby, the profit-driven abortion lobby that guarantees they will elect these these Democrats as long as they support abortion on demand up to the moment of birth. That's why Susan B. Anthony List works so hard to promote pro-life candidates for elected office on the federal and the state level um, because Americans reject this extremism. When we talk to them on the ground every election cycle and help them realize that uh, the Democrats' position on this issue is extreme, they reject that and they overwhelmingly um, flip to support the pro-life candidate. Uh, It's really the greatest human rights issue of our day here in America and it drives voters to vote for Republicans and um, we're working really hard headed into 2022 to make sure voters know that the Dobbs case is happening, that we could be on the cusp of a post-row world. Um, I think most of us didn't think that we would get to this moment as soon as we are. Um, But President Trump uh, worked together with the pro-life Senate in his tenure to elect strong conservative justices to this court. And now we're in a position that um, gives us so much hope that soon we might be able to save uh, so many unborn children that are intended for this world. Well, the other big lie that has been perpetrated by the left is that if they get rid of Roe v. Wade and Casey, that uh, abortion will be made illegal 
all across the United States. That's not true. It was not it wasn't illegal all across the United States before they centralized it uh, in 1973. There were states that allowed abortion at that time. It's just that other states didn't. Yeah, that's exactly right. And even we in the pro-life movement who, you know, we, our goal is to end abortion in our country because of the atrocity that it is. But even we understand that consensus is different across the country, you know. Even if Roe versus Wade is overturned, that's not going to stop California, New York, Vermont, Delaware, states like it from you know, continuing to allow abortion pretty, pretty liberally. All this is going to do is give states like Texas, like Alabama, like Mississippi, the power to enact common sense principles that, again, reflect the will of Texans, Alabamians, Mississippians. Um, this is a basic tenet of our nation. And it's just, it's astounding that uh, these states' hands are tied from saving their own children. Yeah. Let's throw Arkansas in there where you're talking to folks here in central Arkansas because we're the number one pro-life state in the union uh, at this time. And uh, this is something we've been fighting. And, uh, you know, we've got a trigger uh, sitting here that if they get rid of Roe v. Wade, if they take away this power of centralized government telling every state how they must uh, do this, uh, we'll make it illegal in the state of Arkansas, except in extreme cases. So uh, we're hoping that uh, next June, because I'm, I figure that's when we'll hear from the Supreme Court mm-hmm. on this, that uh, we'll have a historic decision to talk about here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Prudence, I thank you for joining us today on the Dave Ellswick Show and being part of our show. Uh, Tell people a little bit about your organization and where they can get more information. Absolutely. We are a national pro-life organization um, working to promote elections and laws for life. You can learn more about us at sbalist.org. For more specific information about the Dobbs case, you can go to sbalist.org slash SCOTUS or modernizeourlaw.com. Thanks so much for having me on the show. All right. Thank you for getting up early. We appreciate you here on the yeah. Dave Ellswick Show. A great uh, interview with Prudence. She did, did a really, really good job, and I appreciate that. But there was a, a lot of interesting issues that came out yesterday uh, during uh, that uh, um, time in front that couple hours in front of the Supreme Court. I don't know if you've sat down and listened to it. You can listen to it. it it's everywhere. You can find it. Just go on and Google for it and, and listen to it. Uh, it was really amazing, uh, the uh, discussion that was going on amongst the lawyers with uh, the justices. Most of the justices uh, asked uh, a lot of uh, pertinent and, and uh, clear and straight uh, question some of them proved their ignorance so to my air being the the, the main one uh, as far as that's concerned talking about fetal pain all right we've got to take a break i've got bill o'reilly coming up and uh, we'll get him in here let him talk for a little bit i'll be back after that talk a little bit about what's going on with major league baseball i got a I got a letter. Being a Cub fan, I got a letter from the Chicago Cubs organization. I'll read that to you and what they have to say about what looks like a lockout beginning today in Major League Baseball. With that in mind, keep it right here on the Dave Ellswick Show. 
we got more to talk about when we return on 101.1 FM, The Answer. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. My thanks to Prudence Robinson for joining us in the last half hour, talking about the uh, historic arguments being made about Roe v. Wade and uh, Casey yesterday uh, here on uh, this issue of abortion. And uh, again, the issue will be, is the power going to be turned back to the states or uh, is the Supreme Court going to say that uh, a, central, a centralized government will make the decision for all Americans and not give them much of a say in how that procedure is is to be in, to be worked. So I'm sure we'll talk about it more uh, during the, the this year and into next year. Uh, expected decision uh, sometime in June of 2022. Don't forget about East End Towing and what they're up to. Uh, they are ready to help you if you find yourself stranded on the side of the, the road or in your driveway. Maybe you got a, a flat tire and you need to get that flat tire fixed and you're right at the house. They'll come to your house and fix your flat tire there. Maybe you locked your keys in your car. They'll get in and without breaking out your window and uh, get your keys for you so you can go on with your, your life and, and, and get on with your daily activities. Uh, they belong to the Arkansas Tow and Recovery Board. They're licensed. They're insured uh, as a tow operator, and all of their trucks are permitted and and meet uh, the minimum standards required by the state. They do private property tows. Uh, you know, you may wonder. You say, "Well, you know, something happens on the side of the road. Any tow is a is a decent tow." Well, not necessarily. I mean, East End Towing knows all those other things that you need to know, like if you're on private property, uh, you know, make sure that you get uh, your car gets to where you want it to go, not where they want it to go. You know, what happens to your car if if uh, you got a boat on it or a truck or maybe you got a camper, uh, they will uh, they can take care of that as well. No matter the situation, East End Towing can handle it and they've got the answers for you at a time that you need answers. I mean, I'm not a specialist about towing. Uh, probably you aren't either. East End Towing is. Their phone number, and I highly recommend you put this in your phone. That way, if you do need a tow truck, you know how to get a hold of them, all right? 501-888-8849. 501-888-8849. And uh, they'll take good care of you. All right, so you know that I'm a huge baseball fan. I talk about it during the course of the season, things of that nature. Uh, it's 11 weeks until pitchers and catchers report to spring training. Uh, and uh, today a lockout is going to begin. Uh, there's going to be a strike uh, in Major League Baseball. I got a, a letter uh, from uh, the Cubs organization because I buy tickets and, and things of that nature and haven't in the last few years, but may this year if we have a season. But uh, they sent me a letter, and here's what they had to say. As a valued member of our Cubs family, we'd like to share an update with you on the collective bargaining agreement. That's what you see in the paper when they say CBA. Despite Major League Baseball's best efforts to reach an agreement with the Players Association, the current CBA has expired as a result. 
Major League Baseball has been forced to commence a defensive lockout of Major League players. While we share your disappointment in the situation that our game finds itself in today, we can assure you MLB negotiated in good faith and exhausted every reasonable avenue to try to avoid the first work stoppage in nearly 30 years. Today's announcement does not necessarily mean games will be canceled. Uh, The purpose of MLB taking this step is to create urgency to reach an agreement as quickly as possible with the goal of avoiding impact to the 2022 season. Major League Baseball is working around the clock to reach an agreement by offering solutions aimed at addressing the Players Association's stated concerns in a manner that is fair to both sides, improves competitive balance on the field so every team has a chance to compete, and improves and preserves the game of baseball for all fans. Until an agreement is reached, we are not permitted to sign free agents, offer contract extensions, waive option release players, or conduct trades. We have prepared for this undesired outcome. Once a new agreement is reached, we will be well positioned and ready to continue our work to build the next great Cubs team. We're confident there is a path to an agreement and both sides will work together to protect, grow, and strengthen the game we all love. In cooperation with MLB, we are committed to keeping you informed throughout the process. For the most up-to-date information from the league, all you have to do is visit MLB.com slash update. We appreciate your patience and support as we await a new agreement. We know how important our team and sport are to you and your family. We can't wait to share the magic of Wrigley Field and enjoy competitive baseball with you in 2022. Sincerely, the Chicago Cubs. So that's I, I heard that. Uh, from them i want to share it with you uh the lockout you know has begun just so you'll know all right i'm gonna go ahead and take uh, my final break a little bit early and get it taken care of uh here on the the dave ellswick show don't forget about uh pi roofing they're ready to take care of your roof for you all you have to do is call them at 707-3551 707-3551 Joel Johnson and his crew are professionals when it deals with your roof, and uh, they will help take care of you. They also do work inside your home. If you've had a a big leak or you've had a problem, a tree limb went through the the roof, and you got all kinds of uh, uh, water that has come into your house, just know that they can help you out with that. The phone number again, 707-3551. Or go to piroofing.com. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick Show. Final segment. Danny joins us. He's got uh, some thoughts on abortion. Hi, Danny. How are you doing? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. Good morning, Dave. Thanks for taking my call. You know, I listened to that episode earlier, uh, you guys talking about abortion, and something came to mind. You know, even this abortion issue that is at the Supreme Court right now allows abortion up to 15 weeks into the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So Texas is, I think, 20 or 22 weeks. None of these laws that have been passed 
are stopping people from getting abortions, but they're stopping them from getting them late term at the very end of the pregnancy. Why would that be? And why would the Democrats be fighting a bill that allows for abortion, just doesn't allow it up until full term? There's only one reason. If, if babies are aborted at before 15 weeks, their body parts are not saleable. Okay. Think about that. Well, it, and, it's and a business. We know that that's been going on. Project Veritas has proven, you know, with their own words that they're selling baby parts all over the world. Mm-hmm. So why in the world do we have a Democrat Party that supports and gives funding to Planned Parenthood and at the same time protects their ability to be able to collect and sell baby parts? Well, we got a Democrat Party that's gone so far left, and thank you for your call, uh, that they uh, will allow abortion up to the moment of birth. I mean, bottom line, head of the baby could be crowning uh, coming out of the birth canal, and uh, you could take that child's life and not face any kind of legal uh, challenges in many instances. So uh, that's something to keep on. I mean, what were some of the things that were dealt with for instance uh Breyer said hey why are you wanting to change this i mean it's a typical policy of the supreme court that if uh the uh, a, a previous supreme court has uh made a decision on an issue that uh, the supreme court doesn't re- overturn that well that's not entirely true there's been there's been countless cases brown versus education uh you know and, and others uh, that have happened uh, over the years where the Supreme Court has uh, overturned precedent. And all that would be happening here is that it would be go- taking the issue of abortion and sending it back for the states to decide on it. This will not mean if, if, if the court rules in favor of Mississippi and puts this squarely back into the state's uh, decision-making process squarely doesn't mean that abortion will end everywhere in the United States. That's just not going to happen. It would end here in Arkansas. We've got a trigger on uh, a bill that would, would, if if they get rid of Roe v. Wade and and Casey, gets rid of uh, abortion. Here in the state of Arkansas, we wouldn't allow it. But in other states, they would. New York would allow it. California would continue to allow it. Oregon would continue to allow it. Washington State, the whole West Coast probably would allow it. Uh, Some of the bigger states on the East Coast would allow it. I think that uh, what I heard, uh, that if the Supreme Court rules in favor of Mississippi, 23 states would would get rid of abortion, uh, legalized abortion. Uh, as far as the other states, they would still offer abortion. I mean, that's been one of the biggest lies uh, about Roe v. Wade from 73 is that nobody could get an abortion before 1973. That was That is not true. Absolutely was uh, false. So uh, it wouldn't surprise me if they overturned this. It, w- it would not surprise me if they overturn it uh the chief justice 
wondered about the fate of other presidents if the court overturns Roe. Chief Justice John Roberts perhaps signaled hesitation to overturn president, asking if overturning Roe would lead to more such decisions in the future. Well, if the decisions that were made in the past are wrong, then they should be overturned, shouldn't they? I mean, should we, uh, you know, continue on with a, a decision that we know is not true? I would say no. I mean, I things change. New information becomes available. That's just something to keep in mind about what they do. Uh, the Chief Justice questioned why 15 weeks isn't enough time to choose whether to abort a baby. And that see, that's the, the big question uh, that uh, is in front of the court. The whole idea of you can have uh, an abortion uh, at uh, 22 weeks, but you can't have one at 23 weeks, or you can have an abortion uh, at uh, 16 weeks, but in Mississippi you wouldn't be able to have it uh, at 15 weeks, uh, shows you how arbitrary... Uh, this is there's no scientific evidence or rationale that's being used to decide on that it is just you know made out of whole cloth well i think we'll go at 15 weeks here in mississippi or we'll go at 22 weeks as dan was pointing out maybe down in texas or whatever it is uh the the weeks down there but this is stuff that uh needs to be uh, taken care of. I mean, when Brennan wrote in 73 uh, the, the, the decision for Roe, he made the whole trimester stuff up out of his own, out of his own mind. He said, this is the way we'll do it. Blah, 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 blah. It was, it was all, uh, <laughs> you know, making, just making the, the, the decisions arbitrarily that's the way it was done uh alito grilled the pro-choice lawyers on validity of viability as a line for abortion regulations alito took aim at a pro-choice lawyer over whether viability was a logical legal threshold for when abortion should be prohibited we just spoke on that quote why would you say to the argument or what would you say to the argument that has been made many times by people who are pro-choice and pro-life, that the line really doesn't make any sense. That it is, as Justice Blackman himself described it, arbitrary. He noted that while a woman may still want to terminate a pregnancy after viability, quote, a, quote, fetus has an interest in having a life both before and after. Good point. Uh, Kavanaugh and Breyer clashed on Supreme Court precedent. Uh, Justices Kavanaugh and and Breyer had a heated exchange over whether the court should overturn precedent, with Kavanaugh citing examples of when the court has done so in the past and Breyer accusing Kavanaugh of making false equivalencies. Quote, history tells a somewhat different story, I think, than is sometimes assumed, Kavanaugh said about uh, stare decisive. Uh, if you think about some of the most important cases in this court's history, there's a string of them where the cases overruled precedent. 
Brown versus Board outlawed separate but equal. He continued Baker versus Carr was set to stage for one person, one vote. West Coast Hotel, which recognized the state's authority to regulate business. Miranda versus Arizona, which required police to give warnings about the right to remain silent. Lawrence versus Texas said that the state may not prohibit same-sex conduct. Map versus Ohio, which held that the exclusionary rule applies to state criminal prosecution. Kavanaugh noted that some of those cases were the most consequential and important in the court's history, yet, quote, the court overruled precedent. They do not include the list that Justice Kavanaugh had had here. There are complex criteria, said Breyer, uh, that she's talking about that link to the position in the law rule of law of this court. All I would say is you have to read them before beginning to say whether they are overruling or not overruling in the sense meant they're calling for special concern. So uh, there you had that. That that was really the three main areas or four main areas of argument. And that uh, this thing that you can't overturn precedent. Yes, you can. And it has been done and it's been uh, it's been done. Uh, I won't say regularly, uh, but in, in many cases. I mean, look, he made Kavanaugh did make the statement. He said uh, to Justice Breyer, uh, there's no doubt in my mind that if you had the votes to overturn uh, the uh, the gun law uh, that, w- that uh, was set up in D.C. In, in the Heller case, that you would do so. You would overturn that precedent. And Breyer didn't say anything back because he knows that's true. I mean, look, even Ginsburg said that Roe v. Wade was a problem. I mean, one of the most heaviest of, of the liberals and uh, and she even admitted that its precedent and its fr- its framework as she put it was built on sand and and what does the bible say when you build you don't build on the rock you build on sand the building will come crashing down with a mighty sound and that that's that's uh, we may be seeing that uh as i as as we're thinking about this now here uh today on the uh, the Dave Ellswick show Got about four minutes top of the hour. Let me remind you tomorrow, Robert Steinbach and Chris Corbett will be here and uh, we'll be talking about, I'm sure we'll take up a little bit about the Dobbs case uh, in the Supreme Court. I just thought it was so interesting and so compelling to be able to sit and listen to the uh, to the arguments that were being made in the courtroom before the justices and here the justices asking their questions it was it was uh, really uh, uh, an eye opener to see how that all uh, goes down in the in the supreme court first time that i've ever sat and listened to that i mean i've heard some cuts from uh, the supreme court arguments made during other cases but this one to be able to, I sat and listened from the beginning to the end. And uh, it was amazing. What do I think? I think in June of next year, I think that uh, we're going to end up with abortion being back and decided by the states. Uh, that's my feeling about it. It could be just the opposite, to be honest. Trying to try to decide what the Supreme Court is going to do. 
uh, is is crazy. I mean, look, I thought Obamacare was going to die, and uh, Justice Roberts saved it by rewriting the law, basically. So um, I don't. Uh, I'm just going to say, from listening to it, I think it was a it was a a pro life day yesterday in front of the uh, the Supreme Court. But tomorrow, uh, Robert Steinbach and, of course, Chris Corbett will also hear uh, from uh, Matt Smith. We'll talk about any new movies that are opening up at the movies uh, this weekend and coming up in the near future. A lot of the new big movies are going to open a week from this Friday. You know, you got Spider-Man coming and things of that nature. So we'll talk about those as well. Don't forget about our next classic movie, December 14th. At Riverdale 10. You don't want to miss it. It is White Christmas. Uh, it That and It's a Wonderful Life are the two Christmas movies most well attended that, that we show. So this year you get to see White Christmas in all of its glorious color on the big screen at Riverdale 10. Only $5 to get in. Go to Riverdale dot, uh, Riverdale10.com and order your tickets uh, today. See you tomorrow, 6 a.m. right here on The Answer. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.